0: If you're always searching for your next great adventure or seeking answers to complex questions, if you think of yourself as someone who takes charge, is there for others, breaks down barriers, or sees the world for what it can be, then you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets with these traits and others to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers. See yourself here. On ninety three seven, the ticket and the dot Oh
1: man. Welcome back, hour two, old school, Jay and Mark Einweiler in for Rico. Uh, and again, once that again. That trust
3: would be earned, DP. Hello. Hello. Because you know what? You know why you could – the consistency of effort after being, like, told no. Like, you know what? I trust that he's going to be back for you and then – but finally, we'll break,
1: right? Like so, the stuff that goes on on break, and again, Mark just—I
4: <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what happens in the break stays in Stay, the break.
1: In the break until we go pay per view with the uh, the additional value content. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the VIP content that you we know were- what I
4: I did see during the break uh-huh. With Jay Foreman salting his watermelon, and I really uh-huh. appreciate that about Jay Foreman. <sighs> so that
1: li- literally is the line between one side of my family and the other there are the salters and then there are the non-salters and it is a battle it is a constant battle for all of my 59 years whenever my family gets together if watermelon is in play there are two conversations what is wrong with you and why do you do that salt
4: enhances flavor which i I assume you're a non-salter i am a non-salter yeah i figured
1: but but I also understand. Like I've heard every argument for why people salt watermelon. I just have never been. So Jay, when did you discover that you needed to salt your your your, your watermelon?
3: Oh, when I saw my my grandfather and grandma doing it. Right. So that was just, just the way it is. Then I, then it tasted good. So I don't know any different. Then <laughs> I don't want to know any different.
1: Well, because you 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 know you could like, since you buy it unsalted, <laughs> you could find out. It just watermelon. won't taste
3: the same. This is longevity, man. It, I like it.
1: So, okay, then let's have the next conversation when it comes to this. Grits. Sugar, butter, what do you do?
3: Pat them all. No preference. No preference. I like them even different uh, densities, I guess. I, mm-hmm. I, if, yeah. if it's you know a little thicker or like a little – I mean, I like it all. Brown
4: sugar in there. I mean, I'm I'm good. I'm game. I love grits, Mark. I don't think I've ever had sweet grits. Now I'm not opposed to it. Like, you know, I mean, Oof. for for me, like, I grew up with cream of wheat, not grits, right? Yeah. So if I'm if I'm eating cream of wheat, yeah, butter and sugar in there. Okay. Uh, I've had cheesy grits. Love some cheesy grits. Uh-huh. I just for the first time myself bought grits to make myself at home. So uh-huh. I haven't done it yet. Uh-huh. Looking forward to it.
1: Okay. Let me know, report back. Yeah, I will. I will on what you decide to do. Uh, flats or drumsticks? What do you?
3: Oh, I like them both. But, drumsticks, if I
4: had to pick. Mark? Flats, but again, I'm not turning down a wing.
1: Yeah, see, I, I'm the dude that I'll look for flats. Really? I I I was a drumstick guy, but later in life, I seem to find more artistic value yeah flats yeah, <laughs> flats
3: have grown on me right yeah the so you, i like both like the way you but eat I, a flat right now but if i had to pick one i'm still i'm still a drumstick
1: okay that's fair but, but
3: flats is gaining momentum at a rapid pace
1: tea sweet tea. sweet tea or unsweet
3: uh i'd say Sweet tea, but I'm not. I'm you not lived a, in Charlotte I, yeah, and Houston. Yeah, but I'm not. A, I'm you not, lived yeah, in Charlotte
1: and Houston. Those
3: are sweet but tea I need, Yeah, sweet tea. Uh, I got to throw some lemonade in there because I'm not. I'm so not, you'll do the mix. Yeah. You'll do the mix. Mix before just sweet tea.
1: They make hmm. that now and you, they sell it in the stores. Yeah. And it is on the grocery list, the, the The lemonade and the sweet tea together.
4: What's your ratio? Straight up half and half or? More
3: lemonade. More lemonade. I, I use the tea as the. It dilute. Second, it dilutes it, the it, lemonade. It, yeah, the gotcha. the
4: secondary. Gotcha, Mark. Uh, unsweet tea.
1: Unsweet. Well, you're now. You've you got to look out now. So you're <laughs> <Yeah>. doing. <laughs> you're doing the, you're doing the Ferals 10 Eat, day, 10 Regardless. Regardless. Yeah. Uns, unsweet tea. Unsweet tea. And
4: if I'm adding lemonade, it's basically like I would add lemon yeah. to. Like I'm only adding it to to flavor the tea, not the other way. Around. I
1: was I was an unsweet guy until I moved to Charlotte. And then I did not know that culturally it is rude to take unsweetened tea. And I, I remember the first time uh, I, I, I was down there, Panthers post game, I asked for, for, for tea, you know, can I have iced tea? And she did a thing and she she, she said, Darling, uh, I'm going to tell you this one time, all we serve is mm-hmm. sweet tea. Yeah. And I went, okay, that's a weird thing for a waitress to tell you. And she then she then she says, there's a song that's the unofficial state song. And the song is by a band called Craven Melon." And I'm like, well, that couldn't be any more southern than anything <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. And she says, and the opening line is a waitress asking you, what do y'all have to drink? And the only appropriate answer is sweet tea. Because on the eighth day, That's when God made sweet tea. And I just went, I was holding the top of my head because I had to consume so much. Yeah. And then my producer buddy was like, oh, yeah. And he found the song and he played the song. And it's a song. And if you ever want, you're ever in Carolina and you want people to sing with you and agree with you, just play this this song and watch how many ever Carolinians are in that space. All in unison sing the sing song. Sing that song, yeah. And I went, Wow. So I that's what got me over. Uh who's we have somebody waiting? You, do we dare?
4: I, I think they probably dropped off. Okay. Yeah. I think they drop off. Yeah. Uh
1: from the text line. Tyler says this. He grew up in Nebraska. Uh, grandfather grandpa is from Plano, Texas. I've been a sweet tea guy ever since I Yep, that's you know, the the, the South thing. Uh Crowbait agrees with you. He says green tea or unsweetened. Um Curtis says flats are more tender than
4: drumsticks. Probably, you're not going to dry out a flat, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh And then Clatonia John says salt or sugar on sliced tomatoes.
4: Salt, for me. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not. just eating a sliced tomato for what that's salt worth. Salt and pepper for me. But yeah, if, if I were my uh, my my wife's grandpa loves to tell the story of just carrying around a salt shaker in his, his front shirt pocket so he could go out to the garden, salt his tomato, to, and eat it like an just apple. eat it like yeah. an apple. That was yeah.
1: my mother. Yeah. That was my mother. My mother would make tomato sandwiches, so she'd take the big yeah. slice of mayo, salt, pepper, a uh, piece of lettuce. She was good to go. Uh, no, I was not that dude. I never I, – I was like, Ma, you – two fingers, <laughs> Ma. I appreciate you. So, All right, so let's get into uh, the topic that was trust. A matter of trust. And we talked about the quarterback room. Now let's talk about the receiver room. Is there anybody in the room that you trust, Jay Fulmer, that you trust at a a Big Ten West champion level? I
3: would say uh, right now um, Trey Palmer, mm-hmm. uh, just from what you know, you've read. And – uh, in a, in just a, his I guess ability or the you know the way he's came in and kind of taken over the leadership role you know on and off the field both by his actions words and then obviously energy at practice being uh, you know you hear that he's pretty you know pretty competitive so I would say Trey Palmer uh, for sure and then everybody else is kind of you know wait and see you know is you know being consistent so I assume. You know Trey was consistent from the day he, you know, maybe got into winter conditioning and all that stuff to, you know, right now. So uh, that's where you, you know where he's earned earned the trust. Tight end room. Uh, trust Volkolek, sure. Um, you know, you know he's you know going to be a steady you know steady player, so you trust he's going to be there. Uh, for all the right reasons. Um, I think he's you know. Got a tremendous opportunity to flourish as an individual, you know, as as far as catches, more opportunity. Uh, But you trust, you know, and that's built from last year. I mean, he was a highly accountable team player. Um, You know, the biggest thing is he's he's just got to stay healthy.
1: The running back room.
3: Oh, I don't know if there's one individual, but I do trust – that the coach is going to have them all ready to play. So wh- whoever ends up being, you know, the one and two, I trust whoever that's going to be. Um, and, you know, because it's too early, you know, whether it's a new version of Yant, which as you say, he's it's, it's got to be a new version of Yant because he has a new coach. So just like, you know, you want a new coach to come in and start from scratch, a player that's already been here is starting from scratch. But Yant has done some things throughout spring to be either the starter or co-starter. You got Grant. And then uh, you got you got guys coming off back, like you got Gabe Irvin, you know, you got Ramir Johnson. So um, you know, there's plenty of competition. So I I wouldn't say right one player right now, um, but I would trust that the running back room will will, will perform uh, up to standard.
1: If I ask if I if I asked you to d to, to make a decision, is Ramir Johnson a starter or is it anybody else?
3: Uh, I mean, I can't really say I haven't been down there, but Ramirez was pretty consistent last year. I think he he surprised a lot of people. Um, I mean, I guess the better way to ask that question and answer would I be comfortable if if they said he was a starter? I'd be like, yeah, because he, he again, he's a guy that was a bright spot last year for the offense. You know, a guy that the beginning of the season was on the, I guess the well, back and forth, but he really solidified himself on special teams being, you know, the backup, you know, like a third or fourth running back. But then obviously opportunity, you know, came about and then he took advantage of both. So um, I wouldn't be opposed to it and wouldn't be surprised, you know, either.
1: Let's go to the most important room in the program. O-line?
3: O-line. O-line. A little bit along the same lines just because I think they're, you know – you lose so much um, with Cam Juergens because, you, you you know, you're you know missing out on, a, obviously, now a high draft choice, but a guy that's been starting essentially the days you know, he was able to play uh, health-wise on campus. So it's a lot of reps and stuff like that. So that's like the centerpiece of your whole deal. But I think I do trust as a unit, um, I think they'll play better and be more consistent. Now, wherever, you know, who those individual players are, you don't know because you got – Turner out, Teddy out, those are two guys that are going to be in the mix at whatever position um, to be starting, whether it's, you know, Teddy obviously back at tackle, and then who knows what Turner could be guard or whatever, you know, you hear different stories. So you got to wait to health-wise so you can pin down on players. But as a unit, I think as a unit as a whole, and I mean past just the five guys that go out there starting, so even say five to eight and hopefully nine and ten as well, players, I think they'll be overall a better unit. I trust – the coach, uh, tremendously because of the standards that uh, we'll get into he's that. made of.
1: We'll get into the coaches. Yeah. We'll get into the coaches. But w- with Cam Jurgens, two years of having him be the eyes and ears for Adrian Martinez. Right. right? He's the he's the, the identifier. He looks at the first one there. He scouts the defense, yep. makes uh, line adjustment calls and otherwise. How big a piece is that in That's whoever huge. plays the center position, whether it's Hickson or otherwise?
3: Um, well, you're not going to – replace that level of end game of where Cam ended last year overnight. Mm-hmm. which you need somebody to come in and play and be like a better unit in that triangle in the middle? That means the center and the two guard positions. And he has to be on point as good, or if there's a case to be better than Cam, from setting the strength of the defense, calling out different uh, checks and stuff for everybody to play, in unison together. So in that case, you know, that's – you know, it's a huge hole and void in the middle of your line. But, you know, time goes on. you got to be thankful Cam played. He has the opportunity to go play at the next level. So it's next man up. So whoever ends up being the starting center has to be on a mental side on the same level as Cam. From a physical and playmaking – or, you know, uh, player-wise, I think he's going to have to draw in – help from both guard positions
1: so I, and I, this is where the trust factor plays yeah. in because there's still so many questions you can't sure. trust what you don't know
3: <laughs> yeah. like,
1: and we don't know how they're going to line up we don't know uh, what combinations are in play so feeling comfortable it, it's the same thing at the receiver position I, I, I don't think we really you know you don't know
3: but you definitely do know more than if it was a different year because of who's leading those rooms at least from my standpoint.
1: Well, th- that's the next thing then. For each of those groups, co- all the offensive groups, those coaches, what level of trust do you have as a whole?
3: As a whole, offensive o- staff. For all
1: here. the offensive assistant coaches,
3: yeah, I, uh, got, I got a lot of trust in those. Uh, all the, the one coaches. to
1: ten. Where would you put it?
3: Eight. I haven't been around him enough, but sure. At eight, I mean, we, we haven't even talked about Sean Beckman, who's well, that that's that, dude. that. So well, that's, I mean, that's he brings world, your right? trust profile. I mean, that kind of gives gives you the the ease to 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 get on the radio. And say, I trust that. Uh, look, Whipple with the is Whipple with his experience and the way he's coach, the way he's known as a coach. I trust that Mickey, both as a recruiter, coach, and developer. I trust that tenfold. Um, Donovan, I trust that uh, that he's he's going to develop and get these guys to where he needs to be because I know him more. As a, I, I know him more as a person than I do as a coach. And as a coach, he's pretty dang good. Um, and and then what's the running back coach's name? Um, I trust him as well. I, I'm terrible. With his name Apple uh, White. Apple White. Um, it's probably because I, I didn't run him. Memorize the name Applewhite Because of the quarterback, <laughs> the quarterback at Texas A little Opie uh, you know, Beat us at home But uh, Coach Applewhite The one thing I've um, Heard and saw Just from him Just in a little interaction Is that The calmness And the detailedness And his ability I think he can um, Ease the waters and, and calm the waters In that room Right and, and The lead And so I trust him To lead that That's that's huge Because Everybody wants to be that guy until either they got to be that guy or they got to be the guy in their own role. And I think he's a, a. I think from what I've heard in in talking to him, I think once is just introducing myself. And but looking at his background, he's able to manage a room very very well.
1: I think that's that's a good jump off point because we we I th- I believe as a, as a, as a fan base, there's a greater level of trust to this coaching group than last year
3: i'm sure just because they've had does it feel that way well it's more tangible it's more tangible it's more tangible and recent success well like when you have a receiver coach that has two of the top six receivers in the in the league that he just got done coaching and developing and they just went in a national championship okay that's recent success with tangible um production that's tied directly to that coach with Mickey and
1: today's today's type of success
3: today's type of success like well how the
1: college game is being right well they had the ultimate
3: success where you have two first round picks um two players that are pro bowlers and they both were national champions and both were developed they weren't the guys that you know that ESPN was doing 30 minute you know lead up to to what hat they were going to pick out of underneath the garbage can and then right. have a video and, you know, right. do it somewhere else. Right. So that right there, then you got Coach Whipple that yep. has a first-round quarterback that had that he developed and pushed, and that's recent, right? And Pittsburgh had their one of their best years in recent history. Um, then you got Applewhite coming from TCU who's a, known as a recruiter, and you've seen his running backs churn out 1,000 yards down in there in the Big 12. And so – and then you get do- got Donovan that was coaching at the Pro, so I think of course they would. Um, and then when you lose, you know, you're obviously you just just the way it is. But you like I said, you know, as much as I can talk about with confidence with these new coaches, I don't want to take any away with something that left because I know they put in a lot of work. And now I do think that, you know, I'm a firm believer that you know the players could have executed better, and if they did, then, then we probably might not be having this conversation.
1: Well, it from the text line, and we'll close with this. What up, guys? Jay, I know you had relationships with the previous coaching staff on offense, but did you trust that they could get it done? Is there something you're seeing that improved your trust in the staff?
3: Uh, well, like I said, development, um, the ability to manage, um, the the relationships that uh, I know all these coaches will have with their players and do, um. The, in the way that the the energy level is, the way that they're coaching, uh, very very detailed, um, and then you got the track record that comes with it. So, uh, yeah, so that's three or four things that I see extremely clear right now in the message. Um, one of the things that rang, you know, perked my ears up is when you know you hear Nuri and Banks when they talk about with clarity if you're asking what your goals are. And it's one, two, and three versus you know if you ask guys last year they really didn't know. So when you hear coaches talking about we're going to simplify and let you play football, then that gives me a lot more. And this again, I'm saying this and not you know banging the last coaches too hard because I felt like um, you know obviously I'm a big in, I'm a big into the players can play better because I've always been. I mean I've been in the NFL and you know when a call is coming in and it's not the right situation, it's your job to make it work.
1: That is a point. <laughs> that is a point that is often missed. Um, We'll throw it break. Right. We'll come back. We'll jump to the other side of the ball, and we'll talk defense. Matters of trust, levels of trust. We'll do that when we come back to Old School.
0: You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
2: On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host, Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud, wherever you get your podcasts.